Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Drink While You Think. We are two ridiculously weird accounting firm owners who just talk about the random stuff, crazy things that we do in our firm. That's what we're here doing. Uh, I'm your host, Kenji. My other host here is Matthew. And Matthew, can you please tell me about our new sponsor? We still don't have a sponsor, Kenji, because nobody has sent us beer. Damn it. So you and I are still the sponsor so we're, since we're buying the beer for ourselves. Acuity is now the sponsor of, uh, well, probably Acuity doesn't even buy these beers. So like, there we <laughs> That's go. a good point. <laughs> we should at least be buying these. With, this is absolutely legitimate expense, right? This is legitimate business expense. I think so we're, they, they were getting right on topic for accounting. This is absolutely great. Um, oh, and I'm Matthew, even though he doesn't let me introduce myself anymore. I want to introduce you to, I feel it. like I'm, I feel like I'm in the flow when we're going through this and I want to just okay. kind of like, that'll be a new going. thing. That'll be a new thing. No. Well, well, I'm going to ask myself, what am I drinking? What are you drinking, Matthew? That's great. I'm in the flow. Uh, I'm drinking midnight snack by three taverns brewery. So three taverns is an Atlanta brewery. Um, One of so our favorites. it's a, it's a 8%er. It's a coffee milk stout, and it also has chocolate, cherry, and hazelnut. So my kind of beer, Midnight Snack by Three Taverns. Kenji, what are you drinking? I'll just say, like, well, I'll get mine out. That's a lot. So tell me again what's in that. There's a lot of things in that. Uh, Midnight Snack will entice you with a dark, whatever that word is, chocolate, Cherry and hazelnut. One sip and you'll lose all power to resist. Okay. Lots of things in there. I'm, I'm going with, um, this is the Maine Beer Company from Fremont, Maine. The Woods and Waters India Pale Ale. Awesome. It says very closely at the bottom, do what's right. I don't know, if, I don't know what's, what's right. What's right is doing this. Um, Consume that bottle. Consume that bottle. This is a 6.2%. So we're going a little lower gravity than than last week. So cheers, man. Cheers, man. Mm. Mm -mm. Okay. Okay. That's promising. That's a promising one. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I don't know how yours on the initial hit was. Mine's silky smooth like the can says with decadent rich dessert flavors. (laughs) Was decadent the word that you didn't know? No, I still can't. I, I still don't know what this word is. It's E-U-P-H-O-N-Y. Do you know what that word is? E-U-P-H-O-N-Y. That's a good, I don't either. Dark euphony. Come on, people. Come on. Let's not, let's not, let's not do like beer. Like people like to do wine and all the palate crap and all the stuff. Like, let's just, let's just calm down. Just drink it yeah. and make it, you know, tasty. That is, um, with, now, if I can't read it on my first beer, like it doesn't belong on a beer. Can. I thought you couldn't read it because your your glasses couldn't get there. And you got those new great looking glasses. I think feel like they're, Thanks, man. Okay. but it's not those. I guess it's just a, it's a weird word. Okay. Here's what do you got on tap for us, man? So this, this came up this week to me and um, I really felt like I should have had you with me on this call. Um. Because here's the topic I want to discuss today. How to invest in accounting technology companies. How to so invest accounting, in accounting technology yeah, companies. How do you do okay. it? Like how, how do you, how do you go by and, and the 
the backstory was you and I have made some investments. We have a separate investing vehicle. We've probably mentioned before in previous episodes, Acuity Invest. We do this outside of Acuity. You and I are these super amateur rookie, but hopefully budding angel investors, right? Right. Um, and I had someone else reach out to me and say, hey, can you spend a little time talking to me about how do you do that? And so I took the call. You weren't on there because you weren't invited. The call came up kind of quick. I, I wished you were there because I'm like, oh, there's probably a bunch of stuff I just told you that was wrong. So let's now let's pretend like the conversation is happening over again. And okay. um, these people are there. And it's like, starts with, how do you do this stuff? And so let's keep it basic. We talked about this being a one-on-one class. Let's not get into the intermediate or advanced if we can help it. Okay. Um, and so I guess maybe let's talk about how we got started. Maybe there's a good way to get into it. Like how the, how the hell did Acuity, did you and I get started in holding equity in accounting technology companies? Where did that begin? Uh, I think the first accounting technology company that allowed us to invest in them um, put us on their advisory board. And a part of their advisory board, we got a stock option. So that's kind of the neatest way to invest because you can wait till later to like write the check, right? Uh, you can, that one actually, we waited, I think, three years before we wrote the check to exercise our options. And then we kind of did some timing stuff because the kind of option we get is a non-qualified stock option. So when we exercise, we get taxed on whatever the increase is at that time, even though we can't take money out. So you kind of have to exercise it before they do a big round or something like that. Or so, else it's really good. So, really so you gotta, you gotta kind of say, cause you don't start your capital gains clock either until you exercise your options. So, so th- this is I, what I this is what I described to the others I was talking to is um, okay. Um, Matthew's quickly going to take you into the master's straight up almost PhD program. Let okay. me back. Let me back up a second and let me hit. Okay. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. So so you you mentioned and I had to clarify this too. You mentioned that like oh we were originally given options, um, and so maybe talk about that. Yeah. Taking options versus like, oh, I thought I just had to go and write a check and buy equity. Like, what does that mean for people? So like, for options, well, like the theory is, right, that your any value you add to the company from when you start, right, like, like, like that's the price it is at that. In point. our case, as a, as advisors, as, as, advisors. as advisors. So say if you're really early stage company, you're like, okay, here is a. Here's a right to buy our stock today is worth eight cents a share. And here's the right to buy 10,000 shares at eight cents. Yeah. So if you later, you just take 10,000 times eight cents. That's how much you have to write a check to buy the stock if you want to, right? But you have upside, right? So you can, you can share in the upside yeah, yeah. there. But so that's one way we've started. So We've that done the, that one way. Yeah. That was the, that was the first way yeah. we got started investing in accounting tech companies. Yep. The second way, and I think we've done this three or four times now, mm-hmm. is we're like a first customer, we're or an early customer, we're probably an advisor, and we want to. They need money, so they asked us to invest. So we'll take a an amount. Um, our amount 
generally tends to be about 10 grand when we're investing. Um, that's kind of our default starter amount. And there's a reason to that. Uh, but so we'll, we'll invest in like, um, if you've done a lot of diligence, you can, you can do what they call price it, right? You can like say, okay, it's worth, I'm investing in your common stock at a certain price or your preferred equity at a certain price. If you're lazy like us, you just go, okay, let's do a convertible note or a safe note. And basically let's let a professional value the company down the road. And we're just going to loan you money, basically, that converts into equity at, at the next. We might we might have um, the the significant things you have to worry about there is like a valuation cap. Like, well, we know your company's not worth more than $8 million, right? So you'll say, okay, at a minimum, I'm going to convert at eight, $8 million, right? At a valuation of $8 million, your company being worth $8 million. And I get my pro rata share of that. But you get another provision, usually in a convertible note, where it also says if the professional investor says you're worth less eight less than eight million bucks, we also get like a, a pre-negotiated discount, ten percent, fifteen percent, twenty percent. The range on the discounts usually ten to 15, ten to twenty percent, depending on how you negotiate it. So we'll do that, and then um, that once they, the professionals come in, then it converts into the the series of stock that they got, which is like a series seed or a series A preferred stock usually. Yeah. So, so that's kind of how we've done it in the past. Um, you know, we're in the first five years of angel investing, so we haven't really had any outcomes, <laughs> which is not abnormal. So I don't know if that's, that's good, bad, or indifferent. Well, well um, okay. So let's talk about outcomes real quick, because I think this is a place to where when we, I talked about this with these other individuals, um, we had to talk about the liquidity of this. And, and just in terms of thinking of if you yourself personally has an investing strategy, which probably you should, I'd recommend that people have some sense of how am I allocating my investing? And that means across retirement, across public stocks, across whatever it might be, bonds, um, how to think about when we're talking about putting, and I think what Matthew is referring to here is we're not talking about that we're buying shares in Bill.com. We're not buying shares in Avalara. That's great. Those are wonderful. Those are traded publicly. You know, that's a bit of a different thing. We're talking about private stocks, which most accounting tech today is private. How should someone think about um, from an overall asset allocation? If I'm going to invest, you're sitting on, let's say you and your firm or sitting on a bunch of cash, like, I don't know what to do with this. What am I going to do with it? I want to get investing. Like, how should you think about the world of angel or seed level investing in terms of like maybe your overall investment portfolio and things like liquidity? Like, okay, I'm going to put money in. Like, hey, when can I expect to get it out? Or how much of it should I allocate across the board? What do you, how would you advise someone? So we do a lot of this. Um, you and I are part of an angel network, right? So yeah, Atlanta Technology yeah. Angels, I'm the president of it right now. And we do one of our first classes we teach the new people is kind of the statistics around angel investing. So the Cliff Notes version of angel investing is when you angel invest, if you want angel outcomes, which is a 27% IRR on average. So that's the, so what, like why you do angel investing. Mm -hmm. 
If you would like to secure a 27% IRR, what you need to do is you, you likely need to make 25 angel investments. Then you have to do due diligence and that the, the optimal due diligence is somewhere between 40 and 80 hours of research on the company, right? And you need to um, also then allocate those 25 investments, some kind of pro rata, pro rata over a economic cycle. So if you go back and look at the angel investment history, it the, the outcomes related to the overall economy <laughs> are, are heavily influential. So if you're going to angel invest and you're going to say, I'm going to say 5% of my net worth, I'm going to put in angel investments. Okay. Then you have to allocate that over whatever you consider to be an economic cycle. I consider an economic cycle to be five years. So I basically yeah. said, when I was doing the math, I said, I want to, I want to put a quarter million dollars to work in angel investments. That means over five years. So I need to average five investments a year for five years. And I need to put in 250K over that thing. So that, that gets to the 10K average I talked about earlier, right? Right. right. So, so um, that's, that's kind of what you have to do. And it's not sexy, but the, the, real, the realistic nature of angel investing is for every 10 angel investments, five fail completely, go to zero. So it's just you threw your money away. Four are either singles or doubles, which means you return your capital or get two times your money. And one returns your portfolio. So in, in 25 investments, you're, you're looking for two, maybe three winners if you're lucky. So that's, that's just the reality of angel investing. Right. <laughs> that's just kind of that's crazy. a really good that's a really good synopsis. That's a very good cliff notes version for people to so, understand. Yeah, absolutely. So the you know so we have, you know, we're not just investing in accounting tech, right? So right, we have, I right. think we have 14 investments. The other thing I would say is just a complete aside, and he's like looking at his thing. Oh, yeah. Do we have more? Do we have, more? Do we have 16? We did two in December. I might not have. We have sixteen. Those. I think we're sixteen. Okay, we have sixteen. One's a zero, though. Just so you know, at least already. So Damn it. Maybe two, for oh. sure. Like, but those are <laughs> well. Statistically, fifty percent. Fifty percent. Okay. Statistically, seven of those are zeros, but like, uh, or eight. Of we those just don't know zeros. which one. We just don't which, know which ones okay. are. I can tell you which two are for sure. I can. I can I've got I can, a couple. I've got a few. I got uh, maybe three of them. One of them you don't even have on your board anymore. And I know that one's a zero. Um, so, um, but what? Oh, that's that's a zero for Keenly. sure. That one's still going. But regime's okay. done. Like that that one's done. And a couple of okay. I don't want to, I don't, one of the accounting texts is done too. <laughs> you know which one. And uh, uh, But don't say it out loud. Because um, the tech is still going. Um, if you send us beer... If you send us a beer and you want to know which one that is, maybe we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll tell you offline. Uh, like we won't, we won't dog somebody online because we want to encourage this. Oh, biggest, biggest regret. I wish we had done relay financial. I don't know I, I, that we, I don't know that we had a chance to do that or like, we definitely didn't have the money to do that, but I, I wish, 
I wish we had been in Relay Financial. I, I like Yosef. Yosef. We're going. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good so, group. I, I miss people. So, we missed that one. We're going. We'll just. Um, so yeah. so so we have done. Um, for just to be so we've made investments in Drav. We've made investments in Helm, Verify Q, um, Tally Four, Verity, Callbox, Call and is there another accounting one? I think that's it. So we have six accounting technology investments going out of our then, sixteen. Out of our sixteen. So, so we've been at this about four years. So we've deployed yep. about what did we decide the other day? One hundred and ninety-six thousand each. About I think hundred ninety-four thousand each, something like something that. There. Yeah. In fourteen companies. So you can kind of do the math on what we did. That's cheating because one of those was a. Uh, one of the larger investments was a later stage investment in a customer that's a Series C investment that's heavily protected by. It's not really an angel investment. It's like yeah, we're trying to double that money or triple that money. We're not trying to to do that. And, so and we also kinda, have some kind of doesn't go in the same bucket. And we also have the one the private equity that we're LPs in. Um, oh, that's included in that number too. So yeah, yeah. so that if so, you've got to curve those out. So anyway, anyway. but 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 it gives. I think it's interesting because I think it would what. Um, I've encouraged others to look at the space. Like I, in fact, one of the fun things about talking to uh, these other individuals who are firm owners uh, this week about this was like, what one of the things I think that can be really enjoyable and hopefully lucrative, but ultimately it should be, um, is syndicating, which means doing it kind of together. And this is, I think the accounting community is already one that likes to do things together and help each other. And many of these companies, you know, we've talked about our check size and ours, you know, we said $10,000 here. We're trying to go through this portfolio kind of perspective. We've written some bigger, um, we've done, you know, other things like that, but, but also when you're trying to close out a round, usually the company is, is very open to like saying, Hey, if you know other people that want to get in on this, let us know. And so we were talking about that saying, that's kind of one of the fun things I think is what, I, what I've observed is not really in the accounting technology angel world, because I don't really think there is much of what I think we're kind of nascent starting this, hopefully this accounting technology angel or seed level group. I mean, it'd be really fun if this took off and became bigger, I think, and we could reinvest back into our own industry, into the tools and things that we, we all as firm owners use and deploy. It'd be cool. But I've seen this in the tech, you know, the pure SaaS world, or maybe out West Coast, is where you start syndicating and you get good deal flow because you work together with other seed level or angel investors and they bring you in, like, hey, I really enjoyed working together on the diligence with Matthew. Um, or we had that really cool outcome together on this particular deal. Or even like, there was an awful outcome on that one, but like, I really appreciated your insights into when things were, you know, and so you start kind of pulling together and doing things together like that, which would actually be a lot of fun. So we've told people before, and more specifically this week, I was like, yeah, it'd be fun to do things together. We don't mind. Because again, you bring that kind of collaborative lens together. And effectively, it's what we do in ATA or the Atlanta Technology Angel Group. You, you leverage the rest of the community for assistance on diligence, for assistance on like, let's make sure we make wise, smart decisions. And if it's just you and me, that's 
we've always said, if it's just you and me making decisions, it's a little bit of an echo chamber. It's not a great, like we're not getting enough outside feedback. So um, I think it'd be fun. It'd be fun to see more people get involved. That's exactly the kind of community that you're leading and trying to help build up with angel, you know, technology angels, which who knows, maybe someday we see uh, an accounting technology angels group, which would be kind of cool. That would be kind of fun. Um, but if people are interested, there's actually one that we were hoping to close in February or mid-March. Um, that is one of those ones we mentioned that I want yeah, reach out to us. Yeah. So definitely reach out to me and, and I'll connect you um, because there is about 150 K left in one of those rounds. That's not being, what's well, not publicized. So I can't really talk about it. It's not my place. But if you're interested in accounting tech and um, one that we're going to do, uh, we're going to write more check. Have in an investment it. in, and we're going to actually write more in. Check yeah, excited about next it. round. Um, then um, please reach out to us, and um, I'll get you connected up with the founding team and see if we can't get a little angel group going for accountants. But um, that said, when you said that that we're in an echo chamber, it is so much more fun. To angel invest with another person, and then by yourself, <laughs> it is, it is, isn't it? I think. Like we, you yeah. and I have a lot. You and I have a lot of fun. I, I have, um, even though I didn't include you in the meeting, and I should have, but again, it kind of came up last minute. Um, I would tell you that I was very complimentary to you because I've always wanted to do this, and I had a tough time getting into it. Right? I think this is. One of the big things that most accountants are stuck on, I was stuck on for years. I, from day one, when we started Acuity, I always wanted to invest in clients. I was, I was frustrated in public accounting because you're always like, no, you can't invest in clients. You can't own a mutual fund in your 401k that someone on a totally different office does an audit for, which I was like, this is ridiculous. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. And um, it just bothered me, like, right? That, that's the worst thing to tell anybody who's entrepreneurial, like we are, or like any of our friends. It's like, no, no, you can't do that. And you're like, what? So I always wanted to invest in this. And it took me a long time. We did a few of them before before you and I were partners. We did, we did a couple, but they were bad. They were, oh, they're struggling, right? Oh, we, we, we're, we're, we're doing a management buyout because the company is going under. Can you guys cut your rates in half and we'll give you some equity for that? I mean, guess how well those went? I mean, yeah, exactly like expected. Nothing. Like it was just like we cut our rates in half, got a piece of paper that said we had some equity and, you know, lost our ass on it. I think it took, you've got a really, you, you again, ran an entire tech practice for a top 25 firm have a mind who really, you love deals. You love getting into that. And I think it, that partnering with you of like, going, okay, Matthew can work the deal side, which I was a little bit naive on and felt a little nervous to get into. And so we were able to partner on it. So we want it's more fun, but also um, as I was telling these individuals this week, I'm like, yeah, I described the deal that you were just referring to and said, hey, you want to come in with us on it because we're doing it. And like, we can you know, sidecar you kind of into this. And that's a good way for people to get started. You work together as a community, you get a little taste for it and see whether you like it or not. You may go, this is stupid. That was great. Like, oh yeah, let me do more lighting checks on fire with you and Matthew. That sounds like a great idea. Or you may say, oh, well, 
that was kind of fun. You know, I learned something. Hell, maybe we had a good outcome together, which would be great. But I think um, that's another benefit. It's fun to do it together. And I think also, if you're not quite sure, you don't feel confident, then like reach out to us, specifically Matthew, who again, it really is good at this. Um, and that's a good way to get started if you have a legitimate interest. Yeah. I, but I think the biggest mistake people make that said is like doing one. Because <laughs> if you're doing one, and you got the 10 strategy, like where five go to zero, four go to one to two, and one makes your outcome. That's great if you're a 10 percenter and hit the one, right? But more likely, you're going to be a 50 percenter. <laughs> like you are. So you, yeah. you, unfortunately, like that's the not fun part of angel investing to me is like knowing you have to make a lot of bets if you're going to do it, right? Or else you're just being irresponsible. Like, and that's part of the problem of having the statistics and understanding. Because we got the stats from the Angel Capital Association, which right, aggregates us from all, all over the United States. Let's like get a bunch of data, right? So having the data kind of sucks sometimes because then you're like, oh, that makes it less fun. Knowing I got to do 25 to probably like really make sure I have to do it right. And then I have to do it over an economic cycle. And But it helps you do the math on how much your check you can write. Like that's one thing I work with people a bunch of all the time now. It's like, well, how much should I invest? Well, it's like, okay, how much do you want to deploy? You find everybody knows that number. Like, this is my budget. Yep. And then it's like, okay, you got five years to deploy that budget and you need to do 25. Take that number divide by 25. You know? There you go. There you go. So, you can you can work that math. And again, <clears throat> and then you can you can go back wherever that next cycle is. I mean, the ideal, I mean, but what we're you and I are trying to do is. Um, is to certainly at least return the portfolio. We're, only, we're not quite <laughs> our five years in there. Not lose money. That not lose money. That's as, as what we're saying. That, that, that's the nice way of saying return the portfolio. Sounds more fancy. Not lose money. But if you can and get a good, you know, beat that 27% IRR, like you mentioned, um, it gives you some more dry powder. Now, maybe you want to just cast that out and go buy the new boat and the new house and all that stuff. Like, or redeploy that and go, hey, cool, I want to level up. And now you may be looking at a different, uh, a different number, right? You're saying, hey, for this next cycle, I want to go in and, and level up a bit. And you're writing bigger checks. And, but yep. you know, there, there's, a, there's an interesting way to think about it. I think the way that uh, I've always appreciated the way that you think about it in a very um, strategic way that can break it down tactically of like, this is not, we're not going to play the throwing darts game. We're not going to just sit here and like, you know, because that's all that everybody hears about. Like, oh, you're an investor and such and such. And, or, you know, and you hit it big or you bought whatever coin out there. Right. And things just, those things kind of color our perspective and sometimes make us a bit more. And then you're right. There's good, there's actually good data from ACA, which is, you know, uh, the angel investing community around what typically makes sense. And I think, and maybe we'll finish it here you know, then you kind of rate our beers is um, it is, I think, a cool, unique way to stay super engaged in the industry. Like, right. We, I think as accountants, we do care about and need there to be good technology solutions. And if we have to be honest, I have to be honest. I'm not a technologist. I love technology. I use it. Um, I'd love to be building more of it. Thank goodness we got Patty here who's essentially kind of doing some of that for us. But like, we all depend on that as firm owners. And so this is a way to kind of 
stay engaged in the way that tech is being built, to have an influence in some cases, to also support those who are out there trying to build some things for us and for our clients. So um, you're, it, it's it's got some risk, no doubt about it. This is not this is not go out there and buy an index fund and all that. This no, is pretty no. risky. This is, this is this is like you need to have percent of the times it goes to zero. Yeah. Yeah. Some discretionary stuff but out there. But there's some there's some interesting things you can do. And and I would just encourage like Matthew said, I would encourage you to reach out to us um, if you want to learn more. Because it was a fun conversation this week. And um, you know, if it's just pure education, that's great. If it's also an opportunity to say, hey, let's go do something fun together, let us know. We're up for that. It helps if you have really awesome clients if you do this, I have to tell you, because you have a relationship and sometimes they'll let you in if you ask <laughs> into the rounds and, well, and you well, you have you've done the you've done the diligence, right? You've been with them. You've you've seen them around and it's those, those of you who work in the tech community, I would strongly recommend you look at this, right? I would strongly recommend you look. I, there were there were some questions I fielded about like okay, which which clients and 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 you you need to honestly think about um, clients or a type of industry you work in that frequently takes on seed or angel investment. Um, I, I don't, not that you couldn't, but I don't know that I'd recommend like if, if, if you focused on restaurants or dry cleaners that you think about doing this, right? That that's not a, that's not an appropriate funding mechanism for that type of business. And so you do have to be thoughtful about it. If you're thinking about investing in your client base, which we do, again, we've probably got about, I guess, if you look at those numbers, two thirds of our investments are probably about skewed to our clients. I think six of them are, I think um, our clients, I think only three aren't. So six out of 16, I think six are accounting tech, three are not clients. So that means the rest are clients. Yeah. So, so it, it's, I mean, whatever, what's that? That's seven a, that's clients? A, that's another way to look at it. Is like if you if you're in the tech space where there is angel investment, it's a good way to invest there more. If you're not, you might want to just stick to something like accounting tech. But I, I think it I think it does help to be in a place where you have some interest and some passion because I think that's part of angel and C level investing. There's there's got to be some things that you get excited about. Um, you could probably do it purely as a financial play. You could care less about the business. I don't think. I'd be interested in doing that. If I if it's not an industry I care about, you sent me one just the other yes, was it yesterday or today? Like, what do you think about this one? Yeah. And we've done yes, we've done a couple of those. And I was like, I just don't care. Yeah. I just don't really care about that kind of business. Like it could work. I may be ticking myself, but I'm like, ah, I don't have an endless supply of capital. If I did, sure, let's play on. We're like, oh, I may as well put things in that I'm interested in. Cause if it does go to zero, I at least want to learn something and want to be involved with it a bit. And um, anyway, so. Any last words on this, Matthew, around the 101 class of angel investing yeah, in, the tech, I mean, in the accounting tech space? Well, 102 class is going to be around like safe notes, convertible notes, price rounds, stuff All like that. So like yes. if, if you seriously, if you guys are interested in this and, and have a question about structure and stuff like that, there are definite pitfalls in some of these. And we've gotten burned by some of these and we've seen yeah. other people burned by some of these and we've had clients burned by some of these. And so uh, we'd love to, to share that info with you. So yeah. reach out and we'd love to chat. We would love to drop us some comments, follow along, uh, but it would be a lot of fun. So, okay. I'm going to jump in, Matthew. Here's, um, oh, let's see. 
over on good old Untapped. At some point, maybe Untapped will sponsor us. I mean, we use it all the time. We're rating all of our beers on this. This we was again the power user, right? We're getting there. I feel like we're getting there. I don't know. Okay. This is the the Woods and Waters IPA. Um, I really like this beer. I, I um, and I'm I'm going. I don't know. I'm going four or five. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Maybe I haven't had enough IPAs lately. I went too heavy on them for a while. Now I backed off and I'm back. This was a really nice IPA that I really enjoyed. Um, I'd check it out. If you like a kind of a um, citrusy, but also a good pine kind of not, it's a good balance. East coast, West coast. It's more West coast, but it's, it's a, it's a really nice one. Um, good job there. Main beer company, Matthew, what's the name of yours again? Midnight snack. Three towers. Oh crap! This my keyboard is not working. Midnight snack. Snack. There it is. Uh, no, it says abomination. Oh, there it is. Three towers. The midnight snack, Matthew. What do you feel about this? This is uh, midnight snack. We're going four or five on this one as well. I Whoa! Just like I like this whole pastry stout series that they have. Like this is just a nice. Okay. It really was a smooth. Like like it was smooth. I don't know what the hell euphony was i might i should have docked them for euphony but like uh don't use words we can't understand euphony with a dark euphony of chocolate whatever the hell that means so chocolate come on come on on, three taverns um scratch that one word and you get a five three taverns you got a half point deduction just for that just for the word matthew is picky he's a tough judge y'all he is a tough judge that's a great actually it's one of my favorite uh you know breweries in town three taverns come hey y'all come visit us come to atlanta we'll take you all three taverns we'll have some midnight snacks how about that we'll do three taverns we'll do orpheus we'll hit midnight and monday night we'll hit um new realm we'll hit um what I gotta else? take you. I gotta take you down to Halfway Crooks. Oh, that's a great spot. Oh, it's so good. Uh, I need to go down there too again because Lori Lynn um, has a friend of a friend who owns a store across the street from Halfway Crooks that I'm supposed to go visit. That's the weird things that we come up with in the accounting industry is when one of your friends who lives in Portland says, "Oh, that brewery you like." A friend of my friend's owns the store across the street. I mean, this is people. We can't make this up. Mr. Wimp. So, Lori Lynn, you have to come to Atlanta now. Lori Lynn and all of our friends come visit. We love the host. Thanks for checking in. We'll see you next time. Cheers, everyone.